Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. And today I am joined by Debbie Ronka. And Debbie is the founder and CEO of Sequoia Coaching. She is an international best-selling author, certified transition trend coach, speaker, and certified disc trainer with the John Maxwell team. I love disc. And Debbie's also a spiritual guide. Debbie helps women discover and identify the mindsets and limiting beliefs that keep them stuck and unable to move forward, to live with their divine purpose. Debbie's best-selling book, The Family Letter, is having a powerful impact on families all over the world. Her desire and dream is to have her book create a global movement, creating a profound and transformational impact on the family unit, which, ah, this is so cool. Debbie, welcome. I love having you here. Well, thank you, Dr. Cam. It's such an honor to be with you today. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, absolutely. We've talked a little bit about your your family letter, and I was just so taken with it and just love the concept and what it's been doing. And I really wanted you to jump on and talk to us so I can introduce you to the parents that follow me. And I think they're just going to be blown away with what this is doing. So tell us a little bit more about the book and this movement you want to create with it. Well, thank you so much. You know, it's an exciting time. Um, the family letter, my heart and my passion and my desires for every family to adopt this tradition that my husband and I started with our family years ago. It's 35 years. We're still doing this tradition with letters. And I, before I go on, I want to encourage your listen, listeners that if you've already raised your children, I always say it doesn't matter if you're raising your children or if you're in that magical season of a, being a grandparent, it's not too late. Mm. It's never too late because deep within every single one of us, me included, we all have a longing to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. So and true. the only way that we can receive that is by giving life-giving words to one another, actually sharing that. I, I believe a lot of us walk around with this void inside, you know, longing to know, have, is what I'm doing making a difference? Does my life have value? Why do you love me? And we all have these questions and they're good questions. I think they're meant to be there. And we, the other person has the answer to those questions. And I think it's that, it's, it's, that's what relationship is about, right? And I think we've just, got so busy in life and social media. I mean, we even have emojis that look like us, right? Which is great, which is fun, but we're missing that personal connection. And so basically in order to teach our kids the power of encouragement, the power of using life-giving words, because we wanted a culture of encouragement and value in our home. That was mm -hmm. our mindset raising our children. And you know, you have to work at that. It just doesn't happen. You have to be consistent. And so we came up with this really simple tool of a letter. 
And we decided as a family that we would do this on our birthdays. Now, when we started, our two oldest kids were only five and seven, and then we had a third born five years later. And we, we kind of set up a criteria and I have it in the book, but basically you wanna not just say what you love about that person, not, not that you just love them, but what specifically, why you love that person? What is it about them that you love? How, how has this person impacted your life? Um, celebrate their gifts and their talents, their accomplishments. Can you, can you recognize the good that you see in them? Like, like one of my sons, he just makes me laugh all the time. He just has that sense of humor. So we recognize their characteristics. And you know, when you start when they're little, I always encourage moms, like you, what you're doing is teaching your children to get in tune with their heart, to learn how to express value mm. to other siblings. So it's gonna be real simple. You're a great soccer player. Jamie and you run fast. Well, you know, coming from a seven-year-old, that's really powerful to a, another five-year-old because you're building sibling uh, bonding. Mm, and support, and you see so much sibling rivalry. And so yeah. to encourage this, you know, support and encouragement and finding the good in them. And I think just in general, this practice of looking for the good I think that's, we've lost a lot of that. And I think we're always being critical and looking to fix what's not working and not focusing so much on the good. That's great insight. It's so true. And, and what we focus on is what gets fed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were telling me about, you know, you do this on your birthdays and mm -hmm. just the response now that you've done this several for years, 35 years, you said, um, what people now anticipate. Like you're telling me stories of how they anticipate it now. Oh my goodness. Well, um, yeah, a birth, everybody knows in my family that when it's your birthday, a letter is coming. And, you know, we gather around the table. You know, we did that for years because of course we lived close to each other. I mean, there have been times we were banging on the table like letters, letters, because we just know we're going to receive so much love and affirmation. And like to set the environment up, we um, we gather, we sit down and the letters are read out loud, Dr. Cam. That's mm -hmm. the power in it, so. because it's not like you just take the letter and you go away and read it by yourself. But what happens is as I read my letter that my son wrote to me. Of course, I'm touched by what he's saying to me. He's touched because he's hearing me speak the words and the, everyone else at the table is hearing because nobody knows what anybody else has written until it's read. And so it creates this environment of celebration. We're high-fiving, we're crying. You know, it, it creates this moment. And now of course, you know, everybody lives in different places, but we haven't stopped. So technology now could be our best friend. So we actually will FaceTime those that are out of town. Like my one son lives in Washington, DC. And when it's his birthday, and this is the key, we know we will email the letters to him right before we all FaceTime him uh -huh. in. So he doesn't get them ahead of time. Like you don't want to open your Christmas present early, right. right? You want to open it with the family. And so 
he gets the letters and we're all FaceTimed in and he reads his letters and we're all still there. So even if your family lives on the other part of the world, I have readers now that are doing Zoom letters. They, um, this one woman contacted me and she said, I'm gonna try this. My family, we've never shared emotions, but I'm gonna do this because I think my family needs this. And so she, she talked to her four sisters and they chose their brother. And it just so happened to be his birthday. And she said, Debbie, this went beyond my expectations. She said, I anticipated something, but not what really happened. Her brother's eyes just filled with tears because he was hearing. Now they're, they're in their fifties and he was hearing things that he's always longed to hear from his siblings. And he was hearing it and they got done. They were all crying because I think there was a release of, I finally really got to tell you everything about what I value about you. That he said, oh my, he goes, we are, he said, we're doing this as a family, whose birthday's next? And so they mapped it out the rest of the year into next year and they have started. And that's why I always say it's never too late and just use technology to work with you because it's, it's, it's words. It is, and I'm thinking right now, uh, my mind's spinning because there's just so many beautiful things about this. And I think right now it's the holiday season and people are wondering, what do I get people? Oh my gosh, yeah. you write them a letter about what you admire about them and love about them. I don't think there's anything that's gonna be worth more than that to somebody. You know, I work with parents and teens and I think even more so during the adolescent years, we start focusing so much on what they do wrong. And it's because we're trying to prepare them to go out. But the problem is we're laser focused on what we have to fix before they go out. And they start feeling like they can do nothing wrong. I hear teens all the time saying, I don't even try anymore. Like, why do I even care? Because mm. nothing I do is gonna be right. To sit down and tell your teenager all the things that you admire about them and the things that you value about them, that is going to make this remarkable difference. And vice versa, to teach the teens to value and point out, because a lot of parents feel like, my kid doesn't care about me anymore, you know, and to be able to do that. So that is beyond powerful. And then they've got that tangent, you know, they've got something that they can hold on to and reread when they're feeling crappy. They've got this letter to read. Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. And I think it's a great thing right now to do as a, you know, as a holiday present even. Absolutely. I mean, there's always times we, we use letters for specific occasions and when we first started out, Dr. Kim, we did do Christmas because mm -hmm. we just thought, what, what like better gift? In fact, when the book was first written a couple years ago, there was a young man in Austin who purchased the book and for all his family for Christmas. And he was 35 years old and his Facebook post, oh my gosh, was amazing. He said, I am sitting here literally in tears because I have letters from my family telling me what my value and worth is. And he highly, he just was like a, a, a shout out to everyone, get this book. This is the best gift that you can ever have. And that blessed me because, mm. you know, he's 35 years old and he wants to know. And that's why I say everyone has that longing, especially with our teenagers. Gosh, 
This is the greatest gift we could give them in this time where they're trying to understand who they are. They're fighting for their identity. The culture of the world is fighting against them and they need to know the truth of who they are through their family's eyes, through their parents' eyes. It's the very, that's the very thing that will hold them as they move into their future. They're gonna remember who they are through the lens of their family. Yeah, and I think it's so important because especially as parents, I think we feel like our teens know, our kids just in general, yeah. even everyone, we feel like, oh, they know we love them. They know, no, they don't. In fact, a lot of them don't really believe the opposite because they hear so much negative and they perceive like the negative sticks with you more. So even if you do a lot of positive and one negative, they're sticking to the negative. So they don't know that. They need to hear that. And I think that our culture is so not used to hearing positive stuff about ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. I know, I think I told you this, I went through, um, I, I kind of challenged myself to every day write a letter of thanks to somebody and just pour out things that I valued about them because of this. Mm -hmm. I think so few people feel that. And I, I laugh because one of my cousins um, called me and she's like, are you dying? <laughs> because, I mean, she was serious because she's like, why are you writing? We don't do this. Like, we don't write this. Um, and then she's like, I'm going to put it up so my husband can see how awesome I am. I'm like, you do that. But um, I, think, I think she listens to this too. So, hey. um, so I just, we aren't used to hearing positive stuff about ourselves or people sharing this. And I don't think there's a more important thing to do for other people. Absolutely. It's the greatest gift. And going back to what you said, I think we all assume that the other person knows their value, their worth, their loved, and they, we can't assume because if they don't hear it from us, we can't assume what they know. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're doing that. And it, it does, it kind of takes people by surprise. Ooh, oh, they, well, thank you. I love it. You know, I know. And I, I still, I stopped because I started doing these and I need to get back to it because I still have a lot of people. So now people are watching going, I didn't get one. <laughs> So, you know, I just, what was crazy about that too is when you share something positive about other people, it lifts you up too. Like yes. to be able to give that gift to somebody and just kind of put yourself out there. It's scary, but it is, um, it, you just feel like I just gave them my heart, right? I just gave them something that is more valuable than anything else I could give them. And so doing that for your family, that's... Yes, and if you can get into that consistency, mm -hmm. I don't, I was going, I was, here. here is the book. And one of the chapters that I have in my book is called The Perspective. Mm -hmm. My kids are grown and I asked them, I said, would you please write your perspective of receiving the letters, because I want my readers to hear from you, not just from me. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you would mind if I would read a portion Please. of one of my, okay, this is my oldest son, Jonathan. And I think it'll really put everything in perspective. I don't have tissues though, I might need tissues. Oh, I know, okay, I know, I'm gonna cry too. Okay, I remember this process teaching me at a, now my son is now 39. I remember this process teaching me at a young age to get more deeply in touch with my feelings 
and how to have confidence to share those feelings with others. When I was younger, my sister and I unfortunately fought a lot, but these letters were such a beautiful way for me to express how much I loved her and vice versa, despite our usual sibling rivalry. They always healed any wounds in the heart and reminded me both how much I am loved and how much I love my family members. So many families don't have an outlet to express the emotions on a consistent basis, much less in a deep and meaningful way. Unfortunately, over time, family members can build up a lot of bitterness and resentment towards each other. If not properly expressed and processed, before you know it, relationships become strained or even worse, severed. Writing these letters to my family continuously opens my heart and allows for healing, love, and connection multiple times throughout every year. At every birthday, we are inspired and moved as both the writer, the receiver, and even the listener, while the letters are being read out loud around the dinner table. We like to add humor in there and keep them fun as well. Most people don't feel they're loved or accepted by their parents or their siblings, and that makes me terribly sad. I can tell you that because of these letters, I know and I have proof that I am fully loved and supported by my entire family. This is one of the most priceless gifts one can receive. Commit to adding this sacred and loving tradition to your family for at least one year and see if it wasn't one of the best decisions you've ever made for yourself and your family. Oh and my that's gosh. What wrote. How proud are you? That's beautiful. You're like, yes, I did it right. <laughs> right. But you know, from their perspective, and that's what I want everyone to hear. It's not just coming from a mother. It's coming from the siblings, <gasps> coming from my children. And they're saying, do this. Try it. Watch the fruit of what happens in your relationships and your family. The healing. A lot of us are broken inside and yeah. discouraged because we just don't know the things that we need to know about ourselves so beyond true I, I just I just want to encourage everybody to right now go and write a letter to mm -hmm. your kids to your spouse to you know to the people that you love and let them know how you truly feel and it can be scary to be that vulnerable but it is um, it is a remarkable a remarkable gift that um, particularly parents to their kids, that is something that they just need to hear mm -hmm. so badly and to have it set so you we forget to make sure that we're doing it debbie thank you so much and i want you you were you had a gift with your book that you oh, wanted yes. to share so please share with us absolutely well like as dr cam shared this truly is a passion of my heart and i do want to create a global movement so honestly i would love to give this gift to you free. All I ask is for the shipping. If you can help me with the shipping, I'd be happy to sign the book. And so they could email me and we can just set a payment up over Venmo if that would work. And I will sign the books and ship them out to you. I'm ordering mine right now because I'm, I'm excited about that. It's beautiful. Um, how else can they find you, Debbie? Well, I have a website debbyronka.com um, if, if you put that in the uh, it's in there yeah in there debbie ronka and um i'm also on facebook at author debbie ronka 
Wonderful. And LinkedIn as well. So I will include the information so people can reach out to you um, if they want the book. And I highly encourage people to do that. Any parting words of wisdom for parents with teenagers that you can share with us? Oh, well, you know, I was thinking about everyone has that desire to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. So for your teenager, the greatest thing that you could do is they want to be known. So can you just listen? Can, they need to share without knowing they're going to be corrected on how they shared it, the tone of their voice. Can they just be known? So listen, just listen. I would also recommend you know, Gary Smalley has that love language books. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Figure out what your love language is of your child because they all feel loved. I feel loved with affirming words. Someone else yeah. prefers gifts or time. Um, the, the key with your teenager right now in this time where they are struggling, they may seem angry, but they're not angry at you. They're, they're fighting within themselves, trying to figure out who am I? What am I supposed to do with my life? you know, struggling with peer pressure and friendships. And so they need a safe place and you need to be that safe place. So just learn to understand them and listen. Celebrate not just what they do, but who they are. And, you know, teenagers are dreamy and their dreams may be bigger than you can even imagine. So don't put them down and say, oh, you'll never be able to do that or that. Like that's too far out there. Mm -hmm. Oh no, like feed the dream. Ask them how you can help them accomplish that dream. What can I do to help you with that dream? And they, you know, it may not pan out that that's what they want to do, but at least they know that you care. Yes. You know, our son was a drummer. And I remember when he was in college, the first club he played at, it was like, will you come and hear me play? And it was like, you know, we knew he wanted to be a rock star. We knew that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, we were there just to say, we can't. We're going to celebrate your dream while you're dreaming it. And it's not always easy and it's not always convenient. But you're building into your teenager trust, love, understanding. And they're going to want you always to be there. If you don't, if you're not critical, if you celebrate, you listen and you understand. So beautiful. I could not agree with every word more that, that you just said. Those are things that I definitely yeah. try to convey. And you said it so beautifully. So thank you so much, Debbie. I am so grateful that you were able to jump on. I'm loving this. We talked about the glasses, just divine. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever used that word before, divine, but divine. Um, and I want to thank all the parents. I know you guys are busy. So thank you for jumping on and sharing your time with us. And I hope you have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.